life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Just for... And keeping you regular, just for the plumbing, regular, just yeah. for the plumbing. Mm-hmm. I like to keep things moving. Yeah, no, I understand. Mm-hmm. I ate a, uh, I'm all I, about the regularity. I ate a bag of peanuts without shelling them the other night. What? I ate a bag of peanuts without shelling them the other night. Got up the next morning. <laughs> Smooth sailing, man. You left them in the shell. Left them in the shell, and they were damn good too. Salted, I do that. I salted. Do that sometimes it's salted. A ball game. What do you, animals? Love no, it. No, usually you'd be surprised. Guy turned me on to it. Animals. But I'll edit all this out. What's that? I'll edit all this out. Oh, are we? Really <laughs> this is good yeah, stuff. I don't really want to go. To. <laughs> this is regularity talk. <laughs> I thought we were talking over bagel. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Uh, coming to you from a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Really? You're going to pull it out of the, after all that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Easy. Oh, whoa. All right. He's eating a bagel. Beautiful day. Southern California. What is it? 85 degrees, you think? It's hot out. It's I hot. Think it was eighty-two. It said on the uh, on the car on the way I in. Said eighty-two as well. <laughs> no, you see, you took you took the mic yeah, out of the my, my car said eighty-two as 82, well. Eighty-two. It's great. Chicago's like thirty-five right now. Which means in the valley, it's over 90, 100, 101, 102 degrees, mm-hmm. something it's like crazy. that. Yeah. Um, hey, join us today. I'm very excited about it. Um, third time here. Yes, third time. I came here with Andy once. Came here with and Andy. Talked about time, Bridgetown. Yeah. Can't remember who I was with the first time. First time you're with Graham. Graham, that's right. Graham Elwood, all those years ago. Uh, host of the Travel Tales podcast. Um, was it the VW commercial that got to play the shit out of? <laughs> yeah. I'd sit in the, my hotel room on the fucking road and just fucking Siegel's, <laughs> see Mike Siegel's face just popping, popping up. Popping right out of the sun. Right? Mike Siegel joins us again. Then some else popped out, huh, baby? Uh, Come yeah. on. Come on <laughs> How you doing? I'm grateful for that commercial when I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> see that good looking head pop out of a sunroof? <laughs> Daddy's set for the night. <laughs> And don't ask how we got him. We just got him. The most requested comedian. Wow. Really? For my that show. Be, how's it you feel, Mike? <laughs> Third time here. Talking about my VW commercial. <laughs> uh, of course, host of Never Not Funny and uh, Conan's opener. Jimmy Pardo, thanks a lot for coming. It's my pleasure. I, I, I feel horrible that I'm finally here. Right. This is a long time coming. No sure. question about it. It's sure. me ducking emails and calls for years. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I finally come and I'm having the worst allergy attack of my life. So I may not be on my A game. I, I think it's cleared up since you got here. It's it, it's certainly better since I got here. I yeah, think you it's were a mess when you walk. I think yeah. it's roses right off front of my house, Mike. That's what I think it is. I have these white roses, and I discovered recently I'm allergic to roses. And you know me, I love to stop and smell those things. Yeah. <laughs> and we had I bought my wife roses for some function and sure. then my mom I was like dying my mom finally went well maybe it's the roses no it ain't it's not roses <laughs> yeah. and then sure enough, it was the roses so I think I have to cut down the roses in my front yard now oh, but oh they look so man. nice they look beautiful now I'm going to replace them probably with a placenta plant a placenta placenta that, that doesn't seem right I don't think that's I don't know a lot about gardening okay. <laughs> uh, anyway thank you for having me oh yeah no this is great I I've done the road uh, oh have you, have you a couple <laughs> yeah. couple things this is a mistake yeah you just, I got uh, new mics Jimmy doesn't like them that's cool I love Those the new mic uh, is that the new one no you're uh, you're holding the new one love it the old one that's my uh, my kid picks that up and call, tries to call his mom oh he, he doesn't know what a microphone is he's then. not smart <laughs> no he just hears phone in fairness you know what? He is smart. Good call. He hears phone and goes, uh, yeah, that's what daddy uh, uses to call mommy. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. You know what? My kid, all right. My kid's smart. Genius, yeah. I wish I didn't blow all his college money on the new mics. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is great. I love, uh, this is, this is, this is like my favorite type of show. I like to get guys who have history. Three white guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like here, guys. Here. What? And no. You guys came up in Chicago together, we right? Did. Uh-huh. We well, did. Was it a bagel still? Yep. All right. It's almost done. <laughs> okay. You offered the food. I know. I know. I know. I, I, uh, by the way, t-shirts are still on sale. Uh, I got to buy bagels for these guys now. But yes, we did start in Chicago. Uh-huh. Jimmy started about a little over a year, maybe or so before. When did you start, Mike? May of 90, I would say my first open mic was. October of 88 was my first open microphone. Okay. First paid gig was March of 89. Quit my day job in July of 89. What was the wow. first pay, paid First paid gig was in Lassen's. Lassen's. That was me too. I was going to really? say that. Where's Lassen's? Homewood, Illinois, which is about right near where I grew up, kind of. Like it was about five miles north of where I grew up. Okay. Did you tell people you were working there? No. Or you just Not needed... at all. It was too frightening. Yeah, that first one. Yeah. show up. The Same fr- deal. First one for me, I didn't tell anybody. And then uh, I grew up on the south side of Chicago as well, okay. not that far from this aforementioned Homewood. And then eventually that was where everybody came to see me perform, either there or at a place called the Barrel of Laughs. And neither of them are places you want people that you <laughs> yeah, know to no, see you perform. All, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both fine. They're both great places to learn how to be a comedian and that sort of thing. But it, they weren't the best places in the world for right. comedy, right? I mean, if anything, on the South Side, there was a, a club called KJ Riddles, uh-huh. which is sure. that was the one you wanted them to yeah. come to because it was, it was a big room. It had, you know, it was a nice setup. You looked uh, more, it was impressive. It was more impressive. It than, was. And he was Lassen's was literally a basement. Oh, Lassen's was a basement. And it was, and it, was it was, God, in, in fairness to all of us, because I mean, all the, the best of Chicago worked there. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't the headliners from the, from the coasts. You know right, what I mean? Right. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was, and you know, the fact that I'm working, getting paid six months into doing comedy lets you know that they're not looking for talent. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like a Thursday night gig you pick up. Right. You know. No, that makes sense. Yeah, right. Well, this was a Friday, Saturday at the time. You was know, it? Yeah, it was days? Friday, Saturday, two nights. They, wow. they had just expanded. Uh, comedian Ken Savara uh, owned it. Hey. hey. Chicago guy? It? Yeah, he and his, uh, he and his wife, and, and then he'd have his uh, parents run the door. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that was not the not last, just the basement. Oh, just the basement. Like, okay. that was his deal. Like, he made some agreement with. So, okay. restaurant up top, comedy oh, club yeah. in the bottom? Sports bar. bar. Sports yeah, bar. bar. Which, yeah, yeah. last in sports pub or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? Wasn't it what? And, and I think it might still be there. Well, good luck to them then. Yeah. Right? They stayed <laughs> not through. Not the comedy it. part, but I think the bar still exists. <laughs> what if they're still doing comedy? We don't know it. We're just not getting booked. <laughs> well, you're, you're on the coast now. You're on the coast. <laughs> Is there, a, like, I went, I did uh, Chicago Improv earlier this year. And uh, Mike Siegel said, hey, I would come uh, join you on the show, but I do Zanies. Yeah. Is there mm-hmm. a big rift? Zanies won't even, what's his name? Won't even talk to Bert. me. Bert. Bert won't even talk to me. Um, I just didn't want to, it wasn't worth risking it to me. No, but I, I understand. Mean, I mean, I think. Is it a risk at this point in your career? Or are you just kind of being loyal? Because why it's more not? more Because why not? Yes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. right, that's kind of how I am. I did a theater in Chicago last summer. And Bert at Zany's got a little bent out of shape, even though we mm-hmm. offered it to him first. Um, <laughs> I ended up doing the main stage, which I loved. 250 people there to see me. You know, nice. I mean? that was on a yeah, Sunday yeah. night. We were thrown together in two weeks. Um, you know, in fairness to Bert, we offered it to him and he didn't want to cancel whoever he had there on Sunday or whatever. But I wanted to do a gig while I was in town. Uh, but since then, same deal. I don't, you know, if, if Bert wants to blackball me, so good. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But it, at this point in my career, it's like I, I've been working for zany since 1989 why you know what if the improv wants to book me for an extra you know seven thousand dollars i'm not gonna walk away from a <laughs> seven is what you're going with i get a lot more money zany or improv would offer me more money but there is a 
There's a loyal. I do have a loyalty, a loyalty. to Mercedes, yeah, yeah. which I don't know. If, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's reciprocate. I don't know if it's. Well, that's what I always yeah, wondered I about loyalty to bookers and club. Are they really loyal to me? You know, I'm not. I'm not in. in you know, I don't want to start a fight with anybody or anything like that. But I, you know, it's funny. I, 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 and I, I'm the biggest mistake I ever made. This is a true statement. Uh, in comedy, I, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes, sure. but <laughs> the one that I really regret was uh, when KJ Riddles opened up. Right. The guy Ken who owned it made me a deal. He's you know because he was in quote unquote competition with the Barrel of Laughs okay. that we spoke of earlier. Which I actually growing up, I grew up right near the Barrel of Laughs, and so we would go there for dinner, and I would always see that comedy club in the back, and and I was like, you know, one day I'm going to perform there, and I thought it was a big deal for me. Like sure. a lot of people crap on the Barrel. Uh, it, to me, it was still like that was like the place like. I made it. Yeah, I'm working yeah. at the place that I used to just, yeah, I would hear the laughs through the door and I would see the guys come in the co- while I'm there with dinner with my family and stuff because it was a restaurant mm-hmm. on the other side. So KJ Riddles opened up and they, uh, he offered me six weeks a year if I stopped working the, uh, the barrel. Hmm. And I was so... What was the barrel giving you? Like two, two or three maybe? Two or three, you know. Right. Uh, These are headlining weeks. No, Mike, I was... Uh, oh. No, I was, I was featuring at both clubs. Oh, um. Yeah, I wasn't closing yet. This is uh, 1990, 1991. Mm-hmm. You're still having dinner with his parents in the front room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to avoid that salad bar. Uh, delicious salad oh, bar, by the way. Oh, you really good. Salad yeah, bar? whatever you want out oh, there. Right. Right. Take your uh, take your pick. You want a cucumber, tomato? <laughs> it's your call. Croutons. Some people say tomato. Croutons. Yeah, they go, of course they got croutons. Yeah, this is Sinise's winery. Pepperoncinis. Pe- oh, wow. Fancy. Yes, sesame it's seeds. Outside of Chicago. Sesame yeah. seeds. I sesame like the sesame seeds. seeds. It's not a health food joint. Where you put them on? They're good mood food. They change your mood. What do? Sesame seeds. I can't. I got the diverticulitis. Oh, I can't go sesame okay, seeds. Right. That's why he's in a bad mood. It's bad mood food. <laughs> it's nothing but bad mood food for That's him. That's why I got to get a Big Mac and I got It's a special order. You put a regular bun on that. Oh, really? Yeah, don't sesame seed it. Oh, wow. I've never done that in my life. Okay. But what happened well, was. Well, special orders. Oh, they don't, you don't have set up. That, you know, that's over. Uh, that's Burger King, Mike. Oh, where did we go? McDonald's oh, has the Big Mac. Whopper. No, I said Big no, Mac. Big oh, Mac. right. 12 beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. It's right in the song. Sorry. Uh, Continue. So he offered me, he offered me six weeks, sure. and I had one barrel of laughs week left. And I called up Bill Brady, who's a great guy who mm. owned the barrel, and I said, "You know, I've been offered this deal to to be exclusive with KJ Riddles, and so I'm going to do it." And he was just silent on the other end. And right then and there, I realized, "Oh, I didn't handle this right." Right. And he's like, "Jimmy, in all my years of comedy, I, I've never been spe- I've never been speechless. I'm speechless. Huh. I can't believe you're really what, what's he offered you?" And I said, "He's given me six weeks." And he goes, well, but I'm giving you three. And if he gives you a three, you're still getting six. And I just felt so excited about somebody wanting me. You know, just the idea of, you know, because at the time Zanies was doing exclusive comics too. Yeah. Right? They would give you X amount of weeks. And so I just loved the idea that a guy gave a shit about me and didn't realize that in the long run, it doesn't matter. Right. And then, so I, I told my dad that story. And my dad's like, yeah, but you honored that last date, right? And the, Oh, no, I didn't. He goes, well, maybe that was the right thing to do. It's like, yeah, damn it. That was the right thing to do. Yeah. Honor that last date. Then, you know, then. But to, yeah, so uh, I do regret it. And whenever I see Bill, I to this day I apologize for it because yeah. I feel horribly about it. What was I the mean, end result from all that? What What did you, you guys make up? I uh, didn't work. The, I didn't work the barrel for years, and then I went back. And I think I worked it a few times. Then I moved here, you know. Uh, and then once I moved here, financially it just wasn't right realistic. Barrel yeah. laughs is a rough. Was it a rough one? It was. It, was, it could be. It I could think be Barrel Laughs has come up here a few times. I tend to have a yeah, lot of Chicago had, guys on. Yeah, we talked about it. But yeah, Bill Brady. But Bill was the star of that room. Yes. Like you couldn't. And, oh, no, no. You couldn't. You couldn't make fun of him. Uh, you know, and, and he would he would MC yeah. sometimes way long. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, his. But, but again, it was his show. It was his room. It was Bill, Bade, Bill Brady's comedy capers at the Barrel of Laughs. So 
Bill was Johnny Carson. Yeah. So if Bill wanted to do an hour of the hour and a half show, <laughs> and so it's Bill's show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. on the yeah, yeah. And some guys would make a mistake with coming up and making fun of him. I was going to say and the crowd would turn. They would turn on, on, the on comic. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's it's our guy. That's yeah. Bill. He's a neighborhood guy. He was just like. He's a, right, he's a neighbor. He's one of us, yeah. and he's entertaining us, and we enjoy him. And they do; they loved him. And, and they were like you; they've been listening to him for you know through the room, exactly through, through the wall. For, <laughs> and now they're now kid. they're old enough to sit there and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one show, I actually said, "How about a, how about another big hand for Bill?" More importantly, how about a big hand for Bill sweater? Because it was a hideous sweater. Sure. Yeah. Silence. Really. And then Bill came up and he goes, "My sister got me this sweater." And I was like, well, hopefully you saw the receipt. Bigger hole. <laughs> and then like, and then the audience, and the audience, they're on his side. Like, and these are solid right. guys, especially I'm eight <laughs> months in the business. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they love Bill Brady. Didn't get six weeks there, huh? Uh, no, sir. No. No, no, I'm no. exclusive to K Chase. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? My two best Bill outfit stories are the ones. <laughs> God the, damn it. These are <laughs> gorgeous. First one was uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, and he's like full on Irish, South Side Irish. And they have, okay. it's huge, you know, working class Irish community. So he would get up in this crazy, get like, he had like suspenders. He was wearing uh, boxer shorts with shamrocks all over him. He had little leprechaun shoes and crazy oh. buttons, you know, kiss me, I'm Irish, all over, whatever. With silly hat, and uh, I walk in, and he looks at me, and he goes, uh, "Mike, how come you're not wearing green?" I go, "This is green. I'm wearing like a green shirt." He yeah, goes, it's forest green. It's not Kelly green. And he just kept walking. Uh, I didn't even know there was a difference. Yeah. I thought it green. It's forest green, not Kelly green. Forest green is a little darker. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't pinch you and walk away. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the whole thing. The other one, I come in, and he's wearing like a, a like jams. Remember old jams, crazy uh, sweat uh, bath. When the shorts, suits. shorts, shorts, and then he had like a tank top. <laughs> and going, what's going on, Bill? What's with, what's with the getup? He goes, Malibu rum night, Mike. Just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're like, dumb for <laughs> not knowing. Malibu rum night, Mike. Costume. Malibu rum night. <laughs> he also did a he did, did a joke about I, people. Not who it was. It Dwayne Kennedy that called it the barrel of bigots. Oh yeah, a lot of them did. And I, you know, I, like I said, I grew up there. It, yeah, you know, yeah. I, uh, I grew up in hometown. This was in Oaklawn. Sure, sure. And it's a it's a Oaklawn. I'm not saying anything out of school. I mean, it's it's on record. Like you know, you can look up news stories. Pretty racist area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're literally like, yeah, they don't come this side of like Western Avenue, and they don't they don't not right. come that side of nine. Out of coming, Jim. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of that. Out of coming, Jim. I didn't get, like <laughs> the first time I worked at the the barrel, uh, I somebody I knew was in the audience. I can't I can't wait to see what the shine does. Yeah. So they said as if it was. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not supposed to... Okay, I'm just supposed to nod? What do I say? Right. Uh, by the way, that shine was Ted Lied. It was Ted Lied. Oh, our friend Ted. I had to later come to remember. But... Um, I don't think I've ever heard Shine before. Oh, I that's just, the South Side. Oh, that's uh, the South Side. Yeah, I just kind of figured the, uh, it wasn't positive. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very South Side. For the African American. I've okay. never heard it anywhere outside of there. Uh, and uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I have to explain it to everybody. And yeah. it's so offensive. And, the, and it, it just flies off their tongue as if, it, you know, the way that we'll say a black guy or an African American right, yeah, yeah. or, or that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, we'll go, hey, look yeah. at that guy. That's, look at that Shine. That's what, you know, that's what they throw around. That's heavy. Um, that is heavy. Are you trying to talk like Soul Train? You trying to fit in? I'm just siding, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, heavy, I'm picking sides. I'm picking I said sides. that to me after the show, though, there once. I was, I was doing a show there, and and I had mentioned, sometimes I would even throw it out there to see what they would say, because like, the town I grew up in is predominantly black. Uh-huh. It was what, Park Forest? University Park. Yeah, yeah. that's right. University Park, my fault. <laughs> it was called Park Forest South when I was living there, but they, uh, I would throw it out there, just kind of get a reaction, and then <laughs> this guy came up to me after the show, and he said the same thing. 
Hey, that town of yours was okay until the shines took it over. Jesus, it's man. Like, All right, we're done here. And so. just okay. It's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay. Like I was going to jump in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, my boy. family Don't stuck get me started on the shines. <laughs> but one night, Bill was on stage in, uh, in uh, Leprechaun garb. <laughs> regalia. And, uh, regalia. Regalia. And he was doing his, uh, he did a joke about, um, uh, about the parade, about the the the, uh, the St. Patrick's Day parade in Chicago, and you know, and it's a little different this year. They have a leprechaun leading it, and there was a, a family of black folks in the audience, and you know, the whole place. Even these idiots knew, man, it's about to break fucking bad in here. Right. <laughs> and then you see Bill, like literally, you know, his hat droops. You see him, but then he very good. We are. We kid everybody here at the barrel. That's what we do here. Yeah. The Polacks, the Spicks, nobody's safe here at the barrel. Like, like covering his ass. Like, that's what we do. I'm Don Rickles, even though that's nothing. No, no. But the uh, all the the biggest uh, uh, insults were for the Northsiders. Oh yeah, oh, playing yeah. that they were all gay. You know, Northside. Okay. You know, we turn over a stool in the fort. Legs sticking up. Hey, north side seating for four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, sure, on, yeah. Sure. Come on, folks. We all know you can't do that. That wouldn't be a comfortable seat. <laughs> I mean, not the part up the ass. I got no problem with that. That's too close, right? <laughs> That's got to be a big stool for four grown men to it's, sit around. It's got to be four nice. small guys, mm-hmm. four petite oh, guys. Oh, you go four tiny guys. I went bigger stool. <laughs> oh, no, I go for, I go for I, the twinks. That's a better way to go. I yeah. went Lily Tomlin stool. That's what I went with. Oh, you went big stool. She had a big rocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did she ever have a big rock? Oh, I don't even know what that means, just, but I love it. Mean anything at all? <laughs> I was thinking on the way over the the rooms that we did on the road together. Yeah, and the only one I could really remember is the one. This is how Jimmy and I spent a uh, a Saturday outside of St. Louis. You remember this? Yeah, we were St. Working, Louis. We were working outside of St. Louis, and, and it was a hotel gig. What was the name of that town? I it's, can't remember. It's com- the club was it over com- the border? It's comedy, etc. I what can't remember if it was on town? the Illinois side or it's Illinois. Was, yeah, I can't remember. Oh. But we were playing this hotel. Art Veloff's comedy, etc. That was it. Art Veloff? Ramada yes. in. Isn't that a Johnny Carson character? No, but his, his nephew, Vince Veloff, ended up being a pretty uh, big... Uh, He's an actor, yeah. Pretty, he was a movie. He was like a movie star there for a little while. Yeah, Vince Veloff? Yeah, I forget what movies he was in, but mm-hmm. I remember I met the kid, and he goes, yeah, my nephew's moving out to L.A., and I'm like, good luck to you, young man. <laughs> this is another one of the many that I... Wish a lot of luck, and then just you know, my hair breezes back as they're making it successful. And I'm hoping I get rebooked at Arts. <laughs> Jimmy and I spent so we're like, how are we going to kill a Saturday in this place? And it had one of those indoor covered pools. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy and I and the local MC brought over like a case of beer. Oh man! And we literally sat around a pool, and it's just families in this pool playing Marco Polo or whatever, and us with a case of beer drinking it. During the entire day, the afternoon, <laughs> prior to our shows, yeah, oh yeah, that's how we prepped, yeah, back then. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I drank a lot back in those days. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I used to drink a lot. I've got I've, my drinking has gone to nil now with the baby. Now I'm getting up with the baby in the morning. But uh, actually, I drank for the first time last night. Had some rye. Never had rye before. Whiskey, rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I tasted it this morning. It's like it's that strong. Oh yeah, I'm it was disgusting. I not remember the last time I drank whiskey and rye. That was I think that was when the, the day the music died. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the worst. Where were you? Down at the levee? I don't remember. I, wait, 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 I'll tell you this about it. It was dry. Was oh yeah, and it, it was a long, long time ago. Really? There's some other guys around, right? Everybody was there, Mike. Yeah, Southern guys. Yeah, good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Indiana? <laughs> I hear a tale. I hear a tale yeah. of a lot of kind of shitty one nighters in Indiana. Indiana back in, back in that day. Brian Noonan and I did one of the worst runs. It was a three-night run. I can't remember who booked it. It may have been Sobel out of uh, Louisville. Barry Sobel? 
Yes, no, it could Tom, be very yeah. sober. <laughs> very sober. Why not? It could have been. You're right. You're he right. Yeah, he could have booked a room. He started at That's 13. right. Bob Zane, he booked a Thunder room. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. That's true. Now, Tom Sobel was a big booker out of uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. And so he had a lot of runs in the South and stuff, a lot of one-nighters and things like that. But, yeah, Brian Noonan and I, he was on the radio, and I think now still in yeah, WGN. Chicago. He and I started in Chicago. Well, the first night was in Paducah, Kentucky. And then the second night was in Richmond, Indiana. So from Chicago to Paducah, which is just over the Illinois border, six hours, seven-hour drive. Minimum. From there to Richmond, Indiana, which is on the eastern part of Indiana. Right around the border. Another all day of driving. What's Richmond famous for, Mike? Oh, you mean Tom Raper RV? That's right. Tom Raper RV. (laughs) (laughs) You would drive anywhere within like a 100-mile radius of this town Billboards every what? Every mile? Every mile. Yeah, billboards must be free in that part of the world. That's how <laughs> Tom many Tom Raper, Raper has. Is he oh like the God. wall drug of uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. of Indiana? Sure, Tom sure. Yeah. Raper RV. But each gig was like, we probably put over a thousand. And then the third night was back in Lincoln, Illinois. It was just by Springfield. So mm-hmm. basically you did a giant circle. More driving than, yeah, than the, we ever did. And each gig was worse <laughs> than the next. I think of Baduca, the, uh it was almost in a bowling alley type bar. And the owner's wife, oh, some drunken lady was heckling in the back. Turns out it was the old owner's wife. Mm. Oh, so good. you couldn't insult Can't her. Right. You can't shut her up. You just sit it. there and take it. Oh, it was, it was awful. And we had every cassette I think each of us owned at the time <laughs> in the car. And we blew through them all. Every bit of conversation. And Brian's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. But we had, by the third day, we You're were done. Done. Oh, done. What are you just getting stuck in a car with a guy? Oh. Is I, I I drove an MC up to a gig up at uh, was it UC Davis or whatever, and it was just da, 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 just talking nonstop the whole way up there, man. He was, oh yeah, and uh, trying to convince you that he's legit. Is it one of those conversations uh, just... about everything? Gotcha. I heard about his family. I heard about and it was a five hour. It's a five hour drive. So we're going to get into some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. going to talk about some stuff. And I just learned everything about him. That is the neat thing about being a comic on the road in the early days, or even now if you're stuck in the car with some guy you don't know, yeah. all of a sudden you're learning more about this guy. Like, <laughs> like if you're at a party, you wouldn't talk that much you know, to anybody. Yeah, yeah. But you're stuck in a car with a fellow comic. You think you at least have that bond. Yeah. That you're too, and there's some guys even now that like, I worked with them once on the road. And yeah, we had these things where you, you know, you talk about your family life or whatever, but it was 20 years ago. And then they're offended when I don't return their email now in, in a half hour. <laughs> hey man, we worked together in P- Paducah once. I told yeah, you about my aunt. She blew her finger Facebook off. Friend yeah. Request down. Oh, that, that one guy got really pissed off. Cause I sent, I said, this is, you know, cause I have the two Facebook pages mm-hmm. and I said, uh, you know, I have the standard form letter that goes out. This one's for close friends and family. Dude, you don't remember me? You know, we did Springfield, Illinois together in 1991. I don't, yes, I remember you. Fan page. Yeah, yeah. We're not friends. Are we close friends? No, you don't You don't belong on this page, you dickweed. Is that I, Ted Light again? Yeah, 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 son of a bitch. That shy Ted Light. How dare he? I got a, th- I got a third page for the blacks. I got close friends and family. I got the fan page. Then I got the uh, the minority page. Which is very open-minded of you. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, it's it's for their own safety. <laughs> I've got a lot of stupid family that could badmouth those folks. They're coming, Jim. They're, yeah, they're coming, Jim. Yeah, they're coming. You got your mom out of here just in time, Jim. They're coming. Yeah, they're yeah, coming. I didn't move her to be closer to her grandson. You're right. I did it for racial reasons. Your Facebook paper's okay till the shine. <laughs> hey, Jim, I went on that page. I noticed that you got a couple of homosexual friends on there as well. Yeah. Now, that's got to be weird out there, huh, in L.A.? I hear a lot of queers out there. 
Yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how to respond to this conversation. <laughs> I'll tell you, my cousin who, gay? Queer? No, no. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, family Sorry. reunion says, and uh, he's good. I love him. He's my cousin. Comes up to me, says, "Hey, I want to come visit you in L.A." I'm like, "Okay." Mm. He's like, "Yeah, I hear you got a lot of faggots out there, though." Oh. I said, "Yes, a lot." Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't come. We'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know this. Can he confirm this? You're not supposed to do the crime unless you do the. Don't do the. What? What is? What, wait. What am I trying to say? Beretta? Don't do the time unless you can yeah. do the crime. Don't do the, the crime. Time. You can't yeah. do the time. Yeah. yeah, you keep your eye on the sparrow. I know that. Yeah, Sammy <laughs> D taught us that. Junior, not senior, Murray. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What's senior doing these days? Sammy D, uh, senior. Yeah, I, I believe just like his son, he's passing on. Ah, oh. <laughs> think he buried in all that jewelry. That's Junior. I don't know what's going on with he the didn't old man. Did he give any to his dad? No, no, he hated his father. Oh, right. Did you ever go into the old? No, we're just kind of. Love this riff going. I'm trying to bust it up. I'm just, doing, I'm just doing every. Going to the old Ambassador Hotel when it was still standing up here on Wilshire. Yeah, across from where the, Kennedy was shot. Across from the Bounty, the HMS Bounty used, Bar. Yeah, they used to shoot a bunch of stuff in there, like you know, before they tore it down. And then I was there. Somebody was shooting something, and I was just hanging out. And somebody said, "Oh yeah, you know the uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Suite is up there because the old." Uh, was it Coconut Grove? Coconut Grove, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So he had his own place up there. So they, we went up into his Oh, that's suite, cool. Sammy's own personal suite. It was very cool. Was it nice, Swank? Old hotels that are run down are really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. just kind of creepy. Like, I don't, we used to shoot for HGTV, this show that I did. We used to shoot in like a lot of old hotels, old hospitals. Mm -hmm. Old hospitals are really... Really, you see the old equipment and the, oh, they're fucking oh, freaky, dude. Really, the old operating room. <laughs> we had a we had a sanitarium that closed down in Jersey where I grew oh, up, creepy. and we used to break into it. And uh, it was it's the scariest. Like I got to go on Karen Rontowski's podcast if she oh. has one because that was the only time, I've, second time I've ever seen ghosts, and it was crazy. Really? Like, oh yeah, super scary. Super the room scary. Was like oh, there's the old straight jackets. There's yeah, like yeah. a big net over there. Like, what was the net for? Well, when they would run away, you just throw a net over them. And, oh, oh okay. all right. There are x-rays <laughs> yeah. all over the ground of people like, x-rays. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like, how are they still there? Like, it's abandoned. It's 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 yeah. it's basically they clean you know clear it out. Mm -hmm. How are there still like a pile of X rays? Like yeah. Like why why do they leave that behind? Apparently, according to legend, they just closed the doors one day. Ah, it's mm -hmm. just like you guys are being shut down. You you know the yeah, people who said you so like half of them half of them just left them loose. Thanks, Reagan. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, he did a great job at the uh, the air traffic controllers. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, so to this day, we all think he's Don't forget hero. bedtime for Bonzo. Right. You mean the former union leader who yeah. you know, destroyed the union the minute he got it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the politician, not the actor. I, I like to keep those guys separate. Okay. Oh, right. I, didn't, I didn't know. I was, uh, but you never, did, you never did the road out east, right? You started out here? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. the left coast. Uh, yeah, so I never really did much in the east. I go back, when I go back to New York and stuff, I go up there, but that's about it. Because when I moved to New York from Chicago, it was like I would tell these stories about doing a thousand miles of driving on a weekend or something like that. And those guys, to, for them to go like four hours, like from New York to Boston, was like, whoa, you're going where? Yeah, right. But it was nothing for us to go like seven and a half, eight hours. But you would drive you've, to you've, Omaha. We would go to oh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Omaha was a day trip. You know, Omaha was like seven, seven and a half. South Dakota, you would kind of do in two chunks. You would maybe drive to. Minneapolis and then yeah. you know then drive the rest sticks. of it. South Dakota was the North Dakota, the big punchline. <laughs> Not the punchline club. You mean they like, would make fun? Did, of each did they other? make fun of each other? Is there a rivalry? You know what? I if there was, it I don't really remember is. it. Okay, they're so similar. All we need is one Dakota. Yeah, yeah, there's no point of having two states. It's nice, Mike, to have the even fifty states. <laughs> right, you know two Californias, one Dakota. How would you do it? How would you divide California in two? How would, what would you do? Draw a line, right? About you know, 
a little south of Fresno. Yeah. There's a county line there. I've, I've checked the map on this. Okay. All right. You've there's, done research on there's this. There's a county line that goes pretty much right uh, either just north of San Simeon. Mm-hmm. It just goes straight across the uh, the state. That'd be good. So right. San Fran would be northern California oh, yeah. then? Be considered north? And where would the shines reside? Oakland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oakland. Oh, okay. There you go. Sorry. Come on. You better than you even had to ask. Pat Francis and I did a run of one-nighters once. Once again, I was uh, way above my pay, uh, pay grade. I was headlining, and uh, Jay Burke was the booker of these. Oh, yeah. Jay had a bunch of... Uh, he had the, the last laugh in Rosemont, Illinois, and then mm-hmm. he had the... Uh, actually, I did my very first uh, open mic at the Comedy Cottage in Merrillville, Indiana. Jay owned that one as well. Maryville, North Indiana? Uh, yeah, right. Basically, right outside of Chicago. Okay. Uh, like it's just south of Gary. Okay. It was, it was his hotel. It was a big Holiday Inn. Yeah. And then it became a Radisson to start. It was last a rat, right. But it had a big showroom. It was about a 2,000 seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, with real concerts and stuff. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So, but the guys used to make us, he, they used to let us sneak into the booth, the sound booth. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, sure. I saw like Tony Bennett in there. I saw Kenny Rogers. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I just remember being in there one time when the, this guy was sold out. Uh, there was oh, it's a comedian in the big showroom. And wait a minute, who's big enough to play? And they told me the name, and I was like, I never heard of this guy. How can he fill? Like Who was 2000? it? It was Bernie Mac. Wow. Oh. And he was just like, because he was such a hit, and it was he just did all the chitlin. His world, circuit. yeah, sure, sure. But he was so massive, and he sold this place out. He had a full like band and dancers and wow. that he called like the the macaronis then you went back to your two converted yes. hotel rooms oh it was it was that was a brutal room that was a brutal room i remember i, I filmed my first uh like my uh, I, I i rented a video camera to make a to tape a set sure to then send out to get more work get more work and greg galiana who went on to write meet the parents uh said why would you record here you know, do it so do it at the at the funny firm or the improv or Zanies, and I wasn't working those rooms yet. Right, right. So, but I had I couldn't announce that. I was like, well, you know what? Yeah, we're here three nights. I got the camera. Why not you know set it up? <laughs> but of course, unusable. Every single inch of film was unusable. Uh, but Pat and I, we got I got an offer to, to headline this run through Ohio. It was six nights, and I called up Pat and I left him uh, uh, on his answering machine. I said, Hey, Pat, you know it's Jimmy. I just got offered to uh, headline this run. Uh, it pays uh, 150 bucks a night or whatever. Uh, so what, what is that math? 150 times six. Anybody quickly? Six. Uh, $900. $900. It pays 900 bucks, but I've already talked to Jay. Pretty sure I can get you four. <laughs> and we start the gig. We do the first night. The next three nights are canceled, and we don't know they're canceled till we get there. Oh. We know Friday's. Wait, that's wait, yeah, that's Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. No, we know we don't know the next two are canceled. We know Friday's... No, who gives a shit? Pre-cell right, phone. Right. They can't get a hold of it. They sure, can't sure. get a hold of it. So we, we show up. Hey, we're, we're the comics. Oh, they didn't tell you it's canceled. Oof. Oh, okay. So there's no... Uh, Pat ended up making $400. He, right. Like, the money ended up go, coming down to four because all these gigs were canceled. <laughs> uh, we got chased out of a uh, one of the one-nighters one night. Chased um, by, a, by patrons? Uh, patrons and staff. Oh, <laughs> that was one night where they, nah, you know what? No, pa- patrons was one night. That was Springfield, Illinois. That was horrible. The, uh, the night before, uh, boy, there's some holes in my story here. I know three nights, right? Who cares? Okay. Oh, a Sunday. There was a Sunday night. Sure. And anyway, out of the six nights, we only did, uh, we did three. And, uh, so we made four fifty. We did, uh, we, we did the show and this, on this night, Pat bombed a death like you wouldn't believe. And they were, and I did well just cause I wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
And then so that we 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 stood at the bar. We we drank. We did. We played Trivial Pursuit, and we drank shots. And if you missed one, you did a shot. Oof. And you know. Is anybody great at Trivial Pursuit? <laughs> so we're hammered after one card. You know what I mean? Like we're just hammered. And, you know, Pat and I are both loudmouths, and we're getting louder as, you know, as it's going. And, you know, Pat got in an argument with one guy, got in an argument with another guy. And then eventually the bartender goes, uh, all right, we're closing down, guys. And we look at our watch. We're like, at 10, 15? You guys are closing at 10, 15? Yeah, we're closing it down. <laughs> they were closing to get us out of there. <laughs> so then we go back and. And like they're still hopping, they go. Now we're closing up, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then we like walk around the hotel because it was it was a hotel. Group. We're walking around like trying to kill time, and then we see the pool, and the pool area is hopping. There's got to be thirty people at the pool. Mm-hmm. It was everybody from the bar. They all went to the pool. They ditched us. <laughs> they're out at the pool, and we were literally walking up, and you hear clear as a bell. Oh God, it's the comics. <laughs> <laughs> so what did Pat and I do? We joined in, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. How you comics. guys doing? We're the comics. And I remember I dove into the pool. I was so hammered. And I went from, uh, not lengthwise, widthwise, on a hotel pool, which isn't very wide. Yeah. And I just remember I was so drunk just going, where's the other end? I'm going to drown. I got to get out of this. I, 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 I popped my head up. There's Pat off to the side, vomiting all over the deck. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy he had gotten a fight with at the bar is going, you're going to be okay, man. You're going to be okay, man. Aww. He's helping him. The two of them are hugging and vomit, soaked clothing and suits. And I'm just in the pool going, I don't know how to get out of here. I don't know how to get out of here. And then, uh, yeah, then the next two nights were canceled. And uh, then we did this guy, I forget where it was, Lima, Ohio, or whatever. And uh, no, it was Dayton. It was Dayton, Ohio, trying to do another club. And, and there was a, there was a Jake, and a, there was a, a really heavy set guy in the front row. And oh, by the way, we did Springfield, Ohio, in between there, where Pat destroyed, and I bombed. Oh, really? <laughs> oh man, the 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 the, uh, the people that came up for the joke off did better than I did. Oh, oh joke offs are and, bad. And I remember uh, one guy told a uh, an offensive joke that ended with being about a woman's, you know, uh, vagina. Okay, I don't know why I had to say women's <laughs> about a vagina, but I woman's vagina. You said, yeah, this was specifically women's. That's okay. what made it offensive. Okay, and I said, uh, as I'm bombing, I go, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I'll. I'll I'll replace I, I used the C word I'll replace it with pussy here I said you guys hate me Opera Holly that guy come back up and do more pussy jokes silence and so guy goes that'd be alright <laughs> like it was like that was that fucking bad <laughs> horrible and then we go to Dayton and, and there's this there's this heavy set guy sitting in the front row and Pat goes hey look at that hey, Jimmy look at that Jake and the fat man are here and he called the guy Jake for a half hour and then I got on stage I go Pat that's not Jake that's the fat man. <laughs> and the place erupts. And even Pat's like in the back, like, going, you're right. I was wrong for a half hour. But and like, he never caught himself. Nobody ever corrected him. That's anyway, hysterical. it's gorgeous. That's good stuff. That's the road. <laughs> How long was it uh, before you got that opportunity to open for Elton John? Um, that was when I still had a day job. That was... Uh, Where'd you do that? That was at... Uh, oh, yeah, you were in a poker the other night. No, no, uh, no. I don't know if you've ever told this story. It was the first this time I heard it at poker, so I don't know if you talked about it on your show. 1989, I want to say, when Red Strikes Back came out, I was still working for MCA, and I was doing open mics, and um, Elton John was coming to Chicago to do a private uh, listening party, and we thought it was a listening party. You know, I thought it was just a listening party where you, they're going to play, because like, we had those all the time. You show up, and they play Red, you know, sure. they play the album, and you stand around, and you listen to it, and you... That's it? It's just... Where they have it like at a at a bar? Yeah, like at a bar or at a uh, recording studio. Or okay, yeah. and your A and R is your tip is your name? What what's what's your title? I was a sales rep. Oh, okay. Um, 
and uh, which still was like a, a you know that was the brass ring you know i was working <laughs> you know i was working in record stores and to have a label offer me a job you know it was going to be you know that's what you wanted you wanted yeah, to work yeah. for a label you wanted to go you know hang out at concerts and get free records and yeah. do all that stuff sure. and, uh, i'm only 23 years old at the time got you a sweet fiero right i had a gorgeous <laughs> 1984 Fiero. That's a two-seater. Uh, that didn't stop me from getting laid in that baby, though. Are no. you kidding me? I always like to joke that the seat in that goes back as far. like It, it tilts as much as an airplane seat. Like that's as, that's <laughs> The Fiero? Yeah, the Fiero would oh, just sure. go, yeah, right, there we go. Oh, yeah, suck it. Like, <laughs> right? Like, oh, we can't have sex. No, we can. Yeah. It's back. So um, it's at, I forget where it was, but Gary Meyer was there from Stephen oh, Gary yeah. and uh, you know, all the big shots from MCA were there and Bernie Taupin was already there and wow. Elton wasn't there yet. And everybody's starting to get crazed about, you know, where's Elton? Where's Elton? And my, and my boss, I don't know. To this day, I don't, I, I think I, 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 I don't think he was busting my balls because he, I don't think he would have taken this risk, but he, he said, well, you know, Jimmy, uh, I was Jim actually at the time. Jim, mm-hmm. you know, Jim does, Jim is a stand-up. You know, why don't we send him up there? Why don't we send him up there oh, to do no. it? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I have to see all of you in the morning. No, I suck. You know, I can't. He goes, and then, but it's like, come on, you got to get up there. And so I, 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 I'll tell you that the, the funny version is that I got up and I walked, uh, to, uh, I'm on the stage. And, oh, so anyway, here's the deal. Elton's going to perform. Elton's going to, this isn't just a regular listening party. Elton's got the, he's got the, there's a baby grand, could have even been a full size grand, and he's going to perform like some songs. Yeah, yeah. And we're all in this area, like, I, I mean, like, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm in the back and I'm six feet away from this piano. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how right. close we yeah, are to yeah. Elton John playing some songs. And so they go, you, you get up there. So I get up there and I go, hey, everybody, welcome to, uh, oh, he's here? Please welcome Elton John. <laughs> the truth is, and I said it that way at poker the other night, and I've been saying it that way for humor all these years, the truth is, as I was walking to the stage, right. they said, hey, he's here, you don't have to do this. Right. Which, of course, was like, thank God. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. But for years as a comic, I would go, he's open for Elton John. Yeah. Like, that was my credit. And I was like, leading your promo. But it was like, you know, it, it, it was like, I, I was that glad, I was a sentence away from opening. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, Jimmy, you're, Jimmy will open. So like on a res- on a contract, yeah, I open up for Elton John. But <laughs> sure, sure. No, I was really in, in reality nowhere near it. But uh, how was the sure. concert? How many songs did he play? You know, I don't remember, Mike. I probably take me was to the all, pilot. Uh, I can't say he did take it to the pilot. It's probably all off the new album. He did. Uh, I don't want to go on with you like that. You know, the big hit off that album. Oh, sure. And then he, I, you know, it was his '80s phase. So he probably did. I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he probably did Rocket Rocket Man, and then got out of there. Yeah, yeah. And then I, you know, but I, I have his autograph uh, hanging up on my wall. Oh, nice. He and Bernie Taupin. That's awesome. Love Elton. That's what he wrote. And then he said, one more time for Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Come on, folks. You did a terrific job of not opening up. Wasn't that great? <laughs> I went to see Elton John a couple of years ago when he did that uh, album with... Uh, Leon Russell. Leon Russell. Leon Thank Russell. you. And uh, my wife, a big Elton John fan, and I'm a big Leon Russell fan. I'm, I've, I've heard every... I don't need to hear Candle in the Wind anymore. Right. Again, ever in my life. I don't need to hear Tiny Dancer. No. I'm like, you know what? I'll stick around for Leon Russell. I'm working. I'm going to be- you know, bolt out once Elton comes on. I'm not... Into it, Elton comes on, opens with "Burn Down the Mission," yeah, kind of oh. an obscure. And I'm like, oh, I like this one. Then mm-hmm. take me to the pilot. And I'm like, oh, so by the time you got the candle in the wind, I'm like, play Tiny Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was. Is that the Palladium? It was really small. Oh, that's a great oh, venue really too. Small nice. venue. We saw the cars there. We yeah, saw, yeah, remember yeah. We saw the car. We remember we didn't enjoy the cars there. Oh, the cars sucked. 
Well, they just don't move on. Boring. He's a skeleton. Just what do you play want the records to do? loud in your house, and then you've you've got the concert experience. <laughs> my my handyman, a guy named Ernie, who uh, is in the wind. I can't find Ernie, by the way. <laughs> uh, who does great work. He's just terrific for a very reasonable price. And I don't know what happened to Ernie. I can't locate him anywhere. He's a good man. <laughs> but he was working on my house when the cars were going to be performing there, and he the cars are his favorite band, and he's like. It's, are you going? I said, hey, I'm going to that show too because I saw his update on Facebook that he was going. He goes, I can't wait. So for a week, I can't wait to go. He goes, the cars, they're finally, I'm finally going to see them. My favorite band of all time, I'm finally seeing the cars, Jim. And Ernie's, you know, big Mexican guy, huge sure. muscles. Like you wouldn't picture him being a cars man you know, <laughs> right. for whatever reason, you know. And uh, the very next day on Facebook, he went, biggest disappointment of my life. Oh. <laughs> and then I, I, he came to the house that day and I, he goes, that, wasn't that awful? That was awful. It said the same thing you did. He goes, yeah. I should have just stayed home and listened to the records. That's That was awful. What year is this? This is a few years ago. Really? How did I miss that? 2011? Yeah, How did the, I miss that? Okasik was there? Yeah, it was is bigger. it Okasik or Okasik? What are we going with these days? Okasik. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Corpse. We'll I accept. Don't, I don't know. It's not 1984. <laughs> His statue. Is he still married to Paulina Petrova? I believe they are. Yeah. Are they or did they just break up? No, I think they're still together. I'd like to Google that. Yeah. You know what? I saw Norman Lear last night. Thought he was dead. <laughs> you mean as you saw him? Yeah. <laughs> like, Look boy, at that dead man walking. He's not aging well. Take off the hat. Uh, he still wears the hat, though, Still wears he? the hat. Uh, that's what gave hat. it off. That's what gave it away. I'm like, he's got the hat. I'm like, didn't Norman Lear die? I'm like, no, shut up. He's right behind you. What was he doing? Uh, just said I went to a little thing for... Uh, let me rephrase my question. Where is he doing? Is what I said. <laughs> where, oh, where is he so doing? He was doing in the corner. Oh. Mm, yeah. That sounds like Norman. A little bar with his hat. It's awesome. <laughs> did you ever open for bands much? I never did. No. no? Uh, I opened for an Elvis impersonator at the Improv once. And our friend Tammy Golden, you know Tammy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I showed, know Tammy very well. You know Tammy. I love Tammy. She showed up with her boyfriend. I think it was Dion Stanley at the time. Yes. I've been Dion Stanley. Yeah. They Wait, Tammy, Tammy's a Chicago girl? Yeah. Okay. And it was. Uh, they showed up. I go, what are you two doing there? They said... Chance to see Pardo open in front of an Elvis impersonator? Gotta see that. <laughs> and they, you know, he goes, they hated me. The crowd hated me. Oh, sure. And that was back when I would snap. Remember those days, Mike? When oh, would... those were good days. Drinking days? No. No? I just would snap on stage. Oh, I really? just would. But you were drinking as well. I, but not on stage. Not before. I never the, drank yeah, before no, the no. show. Afterwards. Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. But I remember at the improv. The improv. <laughs> and apparently during the day around the pool. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, there was a balcony at the improv in Chicago yeah. that sat, like it was like two rows deep. It was the most unnecessary balcony ever. Uh-huh. And, and it had metal stairs uh, leading down, almost like uh, fire escape stairs. <laughs> and I remember, like, I'd be on stage and I would hear Kevin Burke, like, clomping down the metal stairs going, he's snapping! He's snapping! <laughs> and he would open up the door to the bar to get all the comics in there. Fardo's snapping! He's losing it! And then all the comics would come in to just watch me have a meltdown. <laughs> you dumb fucking people! Like, that was my phase where if they didn't get me, they were stupid. Sure, sure. When in reality, I just wasn't being funny. Right. Um, <laughs> But that was during my when I during that phase because the Booker loved me for whatever reason. Maybe he just loved the idea of me snapping. Yeah, yeah. He put me in front of the Elvis thing and you know just chewing it. And then of course <laughs> you're an idiot. he's not even fucking Elvis. You assholes are dressed up and you're here to celebrate a guy. He's not even him. You're dumb fucking just going nuts. And Tammy and Dan are in the back cheering it on. <laughs> These are the days where they had It's not even the real Elvis. Yeah, it's amazing. The improv was right downtown and literally like a block away was the funny firm. And these are two. 500 seat rooms yeah, within yeah, a block of each other. Ridiculously big for comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And by the end of it, when they, and they both closed probably within six months of each yeah, other. Absolutely. And by the end of it, the crowds were so bad because they were just papering the entire sure, room. Sure, sure. Because they had so many seats to fill. Right. And they were letting literally 
Everyone in there. Those late shows at the Funny no Farm age were group, no age gangbangers in there, yeah. like kids throwing up in the parking lot or in the bathroom. You know, they were getting hammered before. Pat the, Francis throwing up in the Pat bathroom. Francis. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. okay. You're, You're going to be, be okay. Right. But the guy's rubbing his bare back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was, really? He took off his shirt? Because we were swimming. Oh, okay. So then he, he went over to the side of the pool and, and got out. He's vomiting like, like, <laughs> like he's holding himself up at the edge of the pool, puking onto the deck. And the guy's down there going, You're going to be okay, buddy. You're going to be okay. Rubbing his bare back. I pictured fully clothed in the pool no that was my... no we went underpants we were swimming in our underpants we can do that after this yeah i'm in <laughs> it's, oh, it's I, hot today it's hot today it is it's i was little... working with pat somewhere in minneapolis and we were doing some one-nighter and he called some lady the c-word for no <laughs> reason like pat she and, and not even in a yeah he <laughs> she like in the middle of a, something she, she came in late and was like running up the, the aisle <laughs> and he goes <laughs> and he's just said oh but I'm, I'm talking over here and all of a sudden this you know C comes running down the aisle and scares the shit out of me. And like the room just Of course they did. <laughs> like it's like a bomb went off in the in the room and just nothing. Oh. And they hated him unbelievably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I remember working with him. And it guy. wasn't a bad room up until that point. And right. then he, and then he, he just, just threw it out there like, you know, willy nilly, and then it was just no, you just you just cleared the room, man. It was who are those guys who like try to do crowd work and are just be like, well, this whore over here, oh, right. you know, and just fucking kills, infuriating, and it just kills the whole room, and, then it, and, it, and it kills for guys like me that makes their living working the crowd. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Like, yeah. When that guy goes, oh, look at this dumb whore, huh? Oh, you probably suck both those guys' cocks, right? Like they call that crowd work, and then when I get up there and try to do it cleverly, they hate me already. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, we've been through this. Do yeah, you call somebody yeah. else a whore? Yeah, who else a whore? Uh, we all are. We all know that. Yeah, right? yeah, Come yeah, on. Here, here. She's got came with two guys. She's there with two guys. She's there with two guys. Come on. I was in Madison, Wisconsin, with a gentleman who I is in the top five funniest people on the planet, Steve Ayat. You know Steve. I do from not know Steve Ayat. Steve is from Michigan, and he is without a, no no question the top five funniest guys I've ever met in my life, okay. both <laughs> on and off stage. He's sure. brilliantly funny, and. We were doing a little thing there in like 1994 and 95, which are also the you know the famed two year angry phase that I went through. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> two years it lasted. I went through a horrible breakup uh, with a girl named Jennifer, and uh, that made me uh, not just hate women; it made me hate the world. Okay, and so the, made the rest of us happy though. Uh, really? Oh, to break up with yeah, Jennifer? Yeah, yeah. She oh, was yeah. a nice. She's a nice woman. Nice Is she girl. fan page nice or uh, personal? No, she's post- personal page. She's personal, personal page. page. Oh, she has two kids now and therapy. Uh, she, I would imagine, a lot of therapy after dealing with my nonsense. I was talking oh, about yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, I am also a therapist. I went to therapy immediately after that breakup. <laughs> that breakup was devastating. Um, it was. I mean, you saw me at my wedding. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. worst, man. Really? And uh, so I was angry on stage, and Steve and I were doing a thing called the Steve and Jimmy Show, where we would flip-flop. We were co-headlining. We would flip-flop who would open or close the show, and then we would do improv at the end. And the, mm-hmm. we just did that simple improv game of uh, he's driving, and I'm a hitchhiker, and let's get to know each other sort of thing. And sure. you, know, we, you know, basically two guys that don't really do improv but know how to do improv. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, just, you know, luckily not, never doing the dick joke, never going that far. But we, it was funny. We're two funny guys. And so uh, we, I, we, we, we do one show, and Steve is killing. And I mean kill. They love him. And I'm kind of I'm kind of panicked in the back, like, I, I don't know if I could follow this. Right. And I didn't. <laughs> and I'm up there and uh, and I am just bombing and I'm looking at it and I'm just, I've got the dry mouth and just the, you know, the look in my eye, like even even my, even my saves aren't getting laughs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Even like the built in, hey, you're not laughing. Here's the joke. Sure, sure. Aren't working. And then I look over at Steve and, and we always said if the crowd sucks, we wouldn't do the improv. We would punish them and not, they have no idea they're being punished. <laughs> yeah. Well, he killed. I didn't. So, oh, he's not even in the room. 
So in my head, I'm going, well, I can, number one, I'm not going to fill my time because they hate me. And you and, can't let them go home with this stink bomb in their mouth. Exactly. So taste in their mouth. I go, Steve, I don't, I, I go, so I see him walk in and he goes, how's it going, Shooter? Like, he, like that's how bad he, he walks in. He knows it's bad. He says something. How's it going, Shooter? Goes, not good, Steve. I go, I think you're off the hook. He goes, I'm here if you need me. Please welcome Steve Aya. So Steve comes up and we're doing the thing. We're both sitting on the stool, on a stool and, and he's driving and and every time he says something, the audience loves him. Sure. Every time I talk, <laughs> like they literally it was that it was that drastic. So then I then he finally says something that gets nothing. He looks at me and I go, I go, what are we gonna do? Uh, and then some girl yells out, Steve, you finished the show. Jimmy, you're not funny. Oof. To which I go, fuck you, see. <laughs> from the stage and St- like Steve like describes like he was Roger Rabbit his eyes came out bounced all around the club looked at me like what the and then I went Steve Wyatt I bail <laughs> and to, like to me it was hysterical that you know that I, I made him finish the show uh, <laughs> but it was the only t- it was like I legitimately I, I meant it and I fucking meant it oh sure you know what I mean it was like and I didn't and had no nothing else could come out of my body at that time uh, then I'm sure he closed the show wonderfully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh so you just bailed. You went oh, my God. Yeah, I you ran, out, ran out the out car. It's one, <laughs> one of the five times I've hidden the kitchen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there a back way out of here? Oh, awful. <laughs> so you have to uh, confirm a story that Chris Fairbanks told yeah. on here. Oh, allergy, you know, go ahead. Yes. The allergy attack? <laughs> Mike, you have to confirm a story okay. <laughs> of Chris Fairbanks over here. No. Yeah, what did he tell you? He told you about uh, Venture Harbor Christmas. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Uh, the New Year's Eve show uh, out there. Uh, I forget who the MC was. The MC was Bo- Boris Hamilton. I want to say. Really? I think it was Boris, me, and Chris Fairbanks. Was that Boris? Yeah, I think it was wow. Boris. Talk about a funny guy. How long ago was this? Either three or four New Year's okay. ago. Yeah, I thought Boris was out of the stand-up by then. He might have no. still been hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, he, um, man, these allergies. I'm about to have a. Attack. Can I get you anything? Uh, Can we get you a good story? Nah, I'm gonna mangle this thing because I won't be able to say it. <laughs> Another bagel? Uh, that was delicious, by the but way. I pretty I, good. I, I think. thank you for it, and I will say publicly that I appreciate the food, and I thought it was delicious. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I uh, suck it, Schmitty. So <laughs> I remember it was a New Year's. There was a guy in the audience, and he and his wife or girlfriend or whatever she was were just uh, being annoying, and he looked like G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> he looked like he looked like the cartoon of the strong man in a car, in a circus. Sure, right. Big you know, bushy handlebar mustache. Just big handlebar mustache, bald, and just like his upper body is just so built, and his lower body. Well, you can't see it; he's at a, at a table, but he's a monster. You know what I mean? He's right. just and tossing he, a medicine ball. Right, your voice <laughs> it looks like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Riding the bike with the big wheel in front. And the <laughs> and he's there with his lady friend, and they're in the front row. And actually, the show's going pretty good. And, and you know, New Year's Eve shows, as we all know, can be. You know, 90% yeah. of them suck. Sure, sure. 10% are great, and it's always the ones that, like, even if it's okay, you go, hey, that's a win for New Year's right. Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't going after midnight, were they? Um, Up until midnight. I, I, mean, don't, I don't remember what this one was, because oh, okay. I hate Thank those God. where they, yeah. hey, they, so at midnight, we're going to stop, and then you do the countdown, then you finish up your show? Midnight yeah. show's over. No, no, no. Yeah. Midnight, midnight show's over. over. Yeah, Nobody yeah. wants to hear me fucking run my mouth after midnight. Yeah, yeah. You know, they want to they have their toast, they want to blow their horns, and... Uh, so I th- the whore I- wants to blow the two guys she came with. <laughs> that whore. <laughs> so uh, I think that I th- if I remember correctly, the show is going well, except these people are a little distracting, and Chris tries to quite you know diffuse mm-hmm. it and, and do whatever, but it's not working. And the, the club, 
it's one of these. I, I don't remember who owned it at the time, mm-hmm. but it was one of those deals where they were they were more afraid, and this happens so often that they're more afraid of kicking the people out. Like, well, the, yeah, but that's going to be disruptive. No, no, no. It will be disruptive for three minutes. It'll yeah. be fucking awkward for three minutes, but then we're going to have a great show. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was just at Zany's downtown, and some people were in the front row ruining the show for the opener and then Mike Toomey, uh, and then before I got up. Brilliant. What they did is, while the MC went up between Mike Toomey and myself, they turned all the lights on, and the MC went up and said, uh, hey, listen, we, uh, we're talking about it back there. Uh, we're going to kick you two out. <laughs> Audience oh, applauds. Really? <laughs> they they screwed him out of there. They get him out within a minute and a half. Yeah. Uh, people are like, what do you mean? We're going to, on your out, you're out. Uh, lights back down. Okay, you guys ready for your headliner? It was. Wow. It was. That's great. It was perfect. <laughs> like, and it was weird for a minute. And I opened sure. up my show actually by saying, uh, it was actually the same day as the LAX uh, shooting, mm. which I was uh, very near when it happened. Oh, really? Very near. Oh. Uh, my, we were all on my plane wondering if we were going to take off. We were the one plane that took off. Wow. I and didn't then they that. shut down the whole place. You um, tell me you had to do a show? To get I said, fellas, I got Zanies. Zanies, yeah. <laughs> it's the 35th anniversary. Yeah, you know, get this bird in the air. Let's go. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, I did open a show. I said, you know, I was I was uh, 100 yards away from a shooting at an airport today, and that wasn't the weirdest fucking thing I've seen all day. <laughs> nice. Um, and then, of course, nobody believed me because I'm a comedian. Sure, and I was sure. like, no, I'm from L.A. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Snap bring, and bring, those, bring that couple back in here. Yeah, I mean, what, I, you know what? Turns out I could use those guys. <laughs> I was hoping Snap and Jimmy would have made a made a yeah. resurgence. Snap and Jimmy did make a uh, return the next night. Uh, some woman uh, angered me, and and this guy hasn't shown up on stage in ages. Yeah, and I and I did. I was like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> And I had a lot of friends and family at that show, and I go, oh, 1994, Jimmy made your parents. <laughs> Good to see Jimmy. Jennifer left me, you assholes. <laughs> and, you know, like the, luckily the crowd, because they left me for a second, like, oh, this guy just snapped. Yeah, yeah. And the woman, like, it was like, like the Pat saying, it. She, she really didn't do anything. And, <laughs> but I just didn't want to hear noise at that moment. Right. <laughs> so these two people on New Year's Eve, they're being mm-hmm. disruptive, and, and I'm dealing with it. I, and I don't remember the details, sure, because, sure. you know, I drank sure. a lot in the 90s <laughs> and early 2000s. Um, I remember they just were disrupted. I kept on asking me, you know, like maybe you're doing the work and they didn't want to kick him out. I go, yeah. while Chris was up, I go, you gotta kick him out of here. Yeah, yeah, get him out. Oh, it's New Year's Eve. He can't, he's going to ruin the show. I go, it, the, the people around them will never come back to your club. Those two people are not ruining, ruining the show and your business. Yeah. I, oh, what do we do? You kick him out. Enough <laughs> of the shit. So then I'm on stage and, and I'm, I think they said something early on where I just went, you know, uh, you know, daddy's up here now. You know, I'll do all the heavy lifting. You don't have to do anything. You just shut your mouth. Sure. You know, you know, we're all, and you know, applause. Everybody's grateful. Um, and then, sure enough, they just keep, you know, sniping, and he's just getting angrier. His, his Mr. Clean Gordon Liddy head is just getting redder and redder. You know, his, <laughs> his mustache is twirling around in a circle. <laughs> and, you know, but he's there, and, he, and he's just, I mean, he could kill any of us. You right. know what I'm saying? And he's he's either drunk or roided up or he's he's tweaking. Mm-hmm. Nobody to the second knows what's going down uh, because he's like just and his his lady friend's drunk too. With her eyes are dancing all over the place, and I don't know what happened. I don't. This is the part where it gets a little sure, fuzzy. Sure. Where I know they threw a drink at me. I know that, Ooh. and the drink didn't. Her throw was so like if you're you know if you're trying to throw it 
if you're at 12 o'clock, you're trying to throw it to six. Mm-hmm. She threw it to nine. Okay. Like, you know, she, she threw it like a girl. She yeah, like, like, she lady. like the whore she is. <laughs> <laughs> you let Johnny Medicine Ball throw that thing. It'll throw, throw it through the wall. But she throws it, like, she's throwing it at me, but it goes sideways. So it hits another person in the front oh, row. Oh, boy. So she throws it and hits this woman who goes, wait, what the hell? And right. So uh, it wasn't, it was, it was like a drink. So mm-hmm. some ice went everywhere. And I was like, well, did, you, did you just throw something? He's like, yeah, what of it? And, you know, then I go, oh, dry mouth. I go, well, you don't do that, you know. And then he goes, well, what are you going to do about it? And he stands up. And now, you know, his shadow is casting, you know, is big enough uh, in the whole room. Right, right. And I remember, you know, I worked with Willie Farrell, a comic out of the Midwest, who's a great comic and a great crowd worker. And but an old school Vegas guy wore a suit, like mm-hmm. even when comics weren't wearing suits, you know right. what I mean? Like we, we were wearing sport coats with our sure. with the sleeves rolled up. <laughs> Willie was in a suit, like a gentleman, like a class like, like a mob guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Willie Farrell, he's Italian, and he would go up there and he would his hair, great comic, great stage presence, the whole shot. We were doing a shit gig in Appleton, Wisconsin, and some guy wasn't getting that Willie was being funny, and the guy came up at the stage and Willie grabbed the mic stand and to use it as a weapon, and I always remember that like. What a brilliant fucking move. Yeah, yeah. You've got that weight. You got that weight. It comes at you. Fuck, boom. That yeah. guy goes fucking down. You know what I mean? So I grab the mic stand and then just start, you know, like almost a pussy hiding behind the mic stand, right. but yet not being a pussy by going, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, being, I got to control the room, but I'm going to lose. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if I had, this guy's going to take this thing and use it as a Frisbee, the, right. the, the base of the mic stand. <laughs> and so he starts mouthing off, coming at me or whatever, whatever he's doing. And then two guys who weren't even working there, they were there on New Year's Eve. They worked there, but they weren't working New Year's Eve. They were there with their families because they were big fans of mine, and they wanted to spend New Year's Eve with Jimmy Pardo. Well, they go over to try to stop this. So they go, you know, so you, hey, you, hey, sir, knock it off. And so they go to grab him, you know, come on, come on out here. His lady friend jumps on the back of one of these guys. This guy doesn't know who it is, turns around, punches her in the face. Oh, Blood flies out of the uh, Oh, my the God. Holy crap. She goes down on the ground. He goes, oh, no. Does it Because he didn't realize he just hit a woman. Sure. And then the guy who was kind of like admitting, like, he, he kind of was subdued. He was like, all right, I'll go. I'll go. Well, when he sees that, he just fucking flips and starts flailing like the Hulk. Yeah. And like these guys, now these guys are like hanging on to his arms <laughs> like a cartoon. He throws one of them down. Well, one of them finally gets him in a chokehold and, and uh, chokes him out. Wow. Like, oh, right. like, he makes he him, passed out. Gets him unconscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And he passes him out. And then the whole audience is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and some woman yells out. She goes, she goes, this is your fault. Some other woman. To you? I go, how the fuck is this my fault? <laughs> wow. She goes, you could have handled that better. I go, how could I have handled that better? They threw something at me. We've asked them to quiet down. Okay, you're right. <laughs> so then she settles down. <laughs> and then, uh, so now the woman's on the ground, passed out. He's passed out. We got to wait for them to come too. And then, again, I don't remember all the details. Sure, sure. I know Chris does. Uh, I was living it, so it was just crazy. Right, right. Well, Chris had the front row seat so he could remember, see everyone. Right, he saw everything. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I was living it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had to wait for the cops to come, like the cops came. Mm-hmm. And then, I, oh, I know what I was doing. I was doing play by play through it. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Like, because I was like, well, I got to, I'm up here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, look at that. Oh, he's just, oh, he just punched a woman. He's just punched a woman. <laughs> oh, bloody Down goes Frazier. Down <laughs> goes Frazier. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, well, I imagine the police will be here in no time after that. We don't, and, uh, uh, and some people are kind of like laughing, but nervous laughing. And like other people are mad at me, as I sure, just said. Yeah, yeah. Other people are like, what the fuck is going on? And other people are like running out. They can't wait to get out of there. 
And so then it's like the cops come, they they take care of the problem, and then I go, well, what do we do? And some guy goes, keep going. I go, is that what you guys want? Round of applause. Yeah. Did the rest of my show at 5 to midnight. I said, that's it for me. Standing ovation. Came back at midnight, did the countdown, ran to my car when it was done. Nice. <laughs> wow. But it was insane. I bet. How long did all that take, like, to get them out and, and it had to be fifteen minutes. It had to be ten oh. to fifteen minutes, you know, minimum. Uh, but it all could have been solved had they just kicked the guy out earlier or just yeah. asked him to leave earlier. You know, like when he goes to the bathroom. Oh, you know what happened the same fucking night? Uh, that same the, the family. Uh, one of the mothers was talking. Uh, it was a mother of an employee, mm-hmm. and I said, "You got to get that woman out of here." He goes, "I can't. That's the mother to so and so." I go, oh, so she knows better. Yeah. <laughs> she knows she shouldn't be talking. So the daughter goes over and goes, Mom, you got to stop talking. So the mother and her father, they leave, and, and the guy goes, see, that's why we don't want to kick people out. Now, they're, they're never going to be back. Good. Great. <laughs> you Good. dumb fuck. <laughs> Have you ever lost it? I mean, you are known as nice Mike Siegel. No, you're, yeah. you're just, you're not, you know, you'll find not a nicer person. Oh, I don't well, think. thank you. And uh, Graham and I have discussed <laughs> I don't know that. if that's a good. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we were kissing. You don't think there's any nicer? I don't know. <laughs> what? In the comedy world, maybe? We can narrow it down. No, there's, there's much nicer than me. As a stand-up? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Oh, there's much nicer yeah, than but, he's a, I'll give you that. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I didn't know you were, I I really, were going to be I haven't had starting too many a fight people. at the end of this. I'm trying to land the plane here. Yeah. <laughs> I did have one guy like stand up in front of me in... Uh, it was in uh, Wisconsin. Was, I think it was Appleton somewhere. Uh, no, Osh... Um, Oshkosh, mm. and uh, some, I was at some bad one nighter, and some guy in the I'm like ten minutes in, and he goes, he just stands up. I think he was like a regular in the bar and didn't appreciate comedy happening in his <laughs> right. bar, and he just he just stood up, and the guy must have been like six seven, and he stood up and just walked toward the stage with his arms out, just went, woo. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. And how do you respond? What do you say? Uh, thank you. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Sit, sit, sit. And he and he just did that and got about a foot from the stage. And I'm shitting myself. I'm, right? Is he gonna like come at me? Is he gonna you know punch me? And then he just laughed and <laughs> walks off. <laughs> I was like, well, that was the okay. Good to be here, Oshkosh. What, what's the story Schmidt tells about Wisconsin, where the guy leaves and comes back with a gun? Oh, and, I know. And, what? And, and, he, and you hear. And then the other guy goes, oh, come on now, Earl. And it <laughs> takes the gun away from the guy. <laughs> Schmidt, obviously, Schmidt knows all the I details think he might have, that. Now that you say that, I think he might have told that. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the, the, oh, that's come on hysterical. now, Earl. That's hysterical. That's funny. You saw me lose it. Whoa, really? Oh, uh, the improv a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, improv on Had some, chatty people. Had some, some girls up front. I think I told the story last time you were on, so I'll just tell Jim real quick. Uh Closing the show for like I don't know, like a graduation class or something. They asked me to headline yeah, it. Yeah, it was and, a comedy class. And uh, I'm like, get Siegel on. He'll let him see it. So because I didn't want to go alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and there were two people in the the whole time. Self pictures in the front row. Two oh. chicks. Self pictures. You know, standing up friends in front of the of comic. One of the friends of one of the comics. You know. And through the whole thing, I even said something to the sound guy. I'm like, can we do something about this? And it, it wasn't an improv show, so they put like a banner up, like a little, like a fucking paint drop cloth yeah. over the improv. Over the, right. And uh, and they just do the whole thing, do the whole thing. And they wouldn't kick me. It's like, eh, it's not our, you know, they rented the room. It's not our show. You know, we're not, you know. Yeah, but you're still the performer. I mean, it's still, it is their show because they asked you to do it. Sure. The, these outsiders didn't ask you to do it. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, that doesn't hold water with me. Well, and I, I defend, and I like the Melrose Improv. I'm not shitting on that I like, at all. I like everybody there. Yeah. Yes. And I, it just, 
it just reopened. So they still had like not the doors with as many door guys on, you know, yeah. and all that. But well, also just, the problem this show was way over book. There's like 20 students and they're all doing five minutes. So everybody, and this one went on for like two hours. Right. And people came for their friends. Then, they, then they're and done. And then they checked out right. when their friend yeah. was done. And so by the time you got up there, it was two hours into it. They they want to leave. Yeah. Siegel did a great job, by the way. Well, thank you. You had MC for 20 people? It was hard. And I didn't. 21. But it was Don't packed. Don't forget the over here. I forgot about the closer. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, this is their first time on stage. So to them, I look like a genius. Right. And I just, you know, I just kind of messed with the crowd. I didn't do any bits or anything like that. But that's, that's a long night to it's MC. It's a long night. It was a lot of work. So what'd you do? You went, you went nuts? I did. I, I got up there and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to talk over him and not even in about a minute in man around the, you know, on their faces and everything. And I was doing something about a cell phone bit and driving and the law and everything. And then you, and I'm like, and then you find yourself behind two fucking girls taking pictures of themselves. And I'm talking about you two. <laughs> the place just went. <laughs> and then, awesome. then I just ripped on it for 20 minutes. Did I tell you what the girls came up to me afterwards at the bar. Oh, it's yeah. like, what was that last comic's name? Mm. Is he on Facebook? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just met the man. <laughs> I don't, don't After know. I just complimented you. No, well, he's, he's doing you, me, you a favor. I'm doing you a favor. Oh, you want okay. me to give him your info? All right. Yeah, they point. wanted to like, they wanted your website. They wanted to, uh, they wanted to paint Mike, your Mike, wall with Venom. Mike, Mike, fan page. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fan page. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's Marie something. I, it's, it begins with a V. You could probably find it. Yeah, you'll find it. You'll be fine. That's like my intro in every club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they wanted to send you all sorts of hate mail. and I'm know, surprised I didn't I'd probably write the club and say, yeah. but I was like, I don't know. I, I just met him. I don't hey, before we get out of here, uh, we're coming up to that time of year again. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> uh, New Year's. I want you to do my club. I got a couple of MMA fighters in the audience. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. We're coming up on the Podcast-a-thon. Podcast-a-thon 2013, the 5th annual Podcast-a-thon. Fifth? Fifth awesome. uh, November 29th, uh, here on the West Coast, we're going from noon to 1 in the, mor- uh, one in the morning. We're doing 13 awesome. hours in 2013, 13 and 13. And Baker's Dozen. Uh, doing a Baker's Dozen, Mike. You know what 11 is, right? What's that? Lazy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> now... Uh, yes, November 29th, the day after Thanksgiving. We've done it for the past four years. This will be our fifth one. And I uh, got some great guests lined up. We got Andy Richter, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, you're giving um, guests? I thought you didn't give guests. So. We give uh, we, uh, we give a little, uh, little sampling. Okay. Like uh, who else? Joel Stein, author Joel Stein, Joel, radio yeah. legend Phil Hendry is going to be there. Awesome. Uh, there's one other name that I'm forgetting. Uh, is it John Hamm going to make an appearance? Listen, Mike, I, uh, that's something you got to find out. You got to oh, tune okay. in and find out. Was I'll there... be in Florida. I'll, I'm sure I'll get it on my uh, mom's 28K modem. Yeah. <laughs> was there or was there not a drunk John Ham at a podcast-a-thon? That, that it's up for discussion. Okay. You can look at the video and decide for yourself All on right. uh, John's condition. Uh, John was uh, is always kind enough to stop by. Even Great guy. When he, uh, comedy uh, fan. Maybe Big it doesn't fit fan. into his schedule on that day. <laughs> uh, to, that was, uh, to, yeah, I think you're alluding to 2011's podcast-a-thon. I believe so, yeah, yeah. Uh, John... Uh, yeah, John came later in the evening. Yes, I don't. I don't want to tell tales out of school. I believe that some of the footage is on the internet, but okay. uh, I uh, always appreciate that. Uh, whenever a award-winning actor wants to stop by and do my uh, podcast, I, I welcome that in. He's pointing at an award. He's pointing at an award that is on a heater. He has so little respect for this trophy. It's holding down a blanket. I had, well, I put that up because I, I haven't soundproofed the place yet. My listeners are like, fucking soundproof. You've been saying it for the last 12 episodes. And I found out that that heater thing causes an echo. Oh. So put a little ferny pad there. 
slapped my award on it, so it didn't yeah. fall. Hold it, you're using it as a paperweight. Yeah. This award that you won, is that a cable ace? What is that? <laughs> That's a, uh, I forget, oh, it's a... World's Greatest Dad? I'm sorry, I World's for- Greatest Dad? Is yeah, that- it's gonna be, what do you mean you forget? <laughs> How many fucking awards have you received you don't remember? Uh, right. I see a whole row of them over there. Uh, I see, uh, a telly award? I'm sorry, two makes a row? A three. <laughs> I don't see the third. Oh, the it's th- over there, it's behind the, my, oh, there wife it okay. my picture. Uh, it's a picture of my wife. Then my apologies, I had no idea. Four. It's a lot of awards. Yeah. Well, I have. What is yeah. that one for? That's a um, spirit award. Yes! Bless you. Spirit award? Spirit I, award, I think. It's uh, it was a show I sold, best uh, best reality, <laughs> show, reality show that helped people get over their allergies. Yeah. Uh, You're going to edit that out, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, Mike, will you be showing up at the podcast a time? Can we make I'm it awkward? In, I'm going to be in Florida. Oh, that's actually, right. Actually, seeing the family. That's right. But I'll be tuning in. Mike was well. there last year. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. It. Had a hell of a time. It was fun. Um, you going to be doing any time down in uh, Florida? Nope. It's all family. That all, family? all family. Yeah. yeah. How about you ever get asked, and we'll get out of here, we'll get back to the part that's gone. You ever get asked to do, I went to a wedding, and I had probably maybe 10 minutes of time. They're like, oh, you're a comedian? Oh, they did that? Come on up and do time. And I was smart enough to say, no. It was a work no. party when I still had my day job. And they asked me to go up there, and I went, no. Oh, and my, um, my high school reunion. I went to the ten-year high school reunion, and they're like, "Mike, could you MC the?" No, no, yeah. <laughs> no. MC's okay though. MC might well, be they want okay. Me to give, but but if, but the, if they know you're a comic, they, they expect you to be. Fu- it's like I don't want to come here and be be, be fun and do a show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm off. Set up for set up for disaster. That happened at my twentieth uh, reunion. They, she said, uh, "This woman, Lynn, who's very nice, and she put the whole thing together." She said, "You know, uh, you know, Jimmy, you know, this was a lot of work to put together. You know, uh, I hate to put you on the spot. Can you go up and do some time?" And I went. No. Yeah. Huh. No, I, I, I don't. I'm. I don't mean. I, I appreciate the hard work you've done, but it's, it's no win. If yeah. you're, if you're even, even at my funniest, you're performing in front of people that knew twenty something years ago. It better be fucking A plus plus, or yeah, you're yeah. screwed. <laughs> and they're, and it's, it's in, a, in a way, I think they're predisposed to not like it. Yeah. Oh, that's just the jackass that from school. Right. He's right. not. He can't be funny. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now is Mr. Hollywood. He's right. Come back oh, in. he's gonna yeah. come here and. Yeah, <laughs> that was at that reunion when I showed up, and I was pretty. I, I, I this was, it was nineteen. Uh, it was two thousand four, and uh, Funny Money was still on the air, as was uh, Movies at Our House. So, uh, and I was a huge on Bob and Tom at that point, mm-hmm. and so the radio show. Uh, so I walk in, and apparently I had the only class reunion, uh, the only class that stayed in shape. Oh, really? Like, like I thought I, I, I thought I was going to come in looking, you know, like oh here, yeah, you know, in a way, like here comes Hollywood, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful suit that I got for free from wardrobe. You know, <laughs> going to walk in, look at look at me, look at a kid who's in better shape than any of you assholes. Let yourself go. Nope, they're all in great fucking shape. <laughs> really? One guy, one woman. I said to Laura, uh, I said no, I said to Lynn. I said, hey, where's your sister Laura? Well, she couldn't make it. You know, Bob's and not uh, Bob's and nationals. I go, I don't uh, national weightlifting competition. That's what Bob's off doing. <laughs> Twenty years after he's in the weightlifting competition. Every other guy, they're all muscle. They're all in great shape. Like, God damn it, it's not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be better than all of you now. <laughs> and uh, uh, what was? Oh, so as I walk in, uh, they were getting. We got there a little late, Danielle and I. I wanted to make an entrance. And uh, as we walk in, they are they're taking the group photo. The you know whoever made it to the twentieth. And uh, I hear one woman go, "He made it." He made it. Somebody goes, who? And he goes, they said, Jimmy Pardo, he made it. And somebody goes, why does that matter? <laughs> and then he goes, he's on TV. And he goes, oh, okay. I've never seen him. But I'm hearing it as I'm 
coming in and kneeling down, kneeling down for the photo. You know, like in the front, in the front like a bat boy. <laughs> but it was like it was exactly what I wanted, diffused with exactly what I thought would happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he sure. made it. Damn right, I did. Why does that matter? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what are you guys? Are you guys taking breaks from push-ups? What are we doing, guys? <laughs> What, are you living out there with the, the queers and the shines? Out there with the queers, huh, Jim? <laughs> They're coming. Yeah, Jim knows what I, Jim knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say before podcast? Just podcast. We... Uh, you go to uh, nevernotfunnypodcast.com. Awesome. Uh, it's going to stream live there. We're in conjunction with laughster.com. Oh, and yeah. so we're going to have some in-show auctions this year to raise money. It is a telethon. Sure. We're raising money for Smile Train. Uh, we raised one hundred fourteen thousand bucks last year. One hundred fourteen. Yeah, we you know we raised about fifty two thousand on our own, and then some anonymous donor matched it. At like the 11 You're o'clock welcome. hour. You guys both took credit? I know. I pointed at myself. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were pointing at you with that trophy again. Uh, well, it's all much mileage I got but, out of last time. So this You're year... You're to donate that for charity, too, if you, you want, a, want an award. We're good. We got a lot of, we got a lot of things <laughs> over there. If you don't have a breeze, it's going to blow your notes off the table. <laughs> <laughs> we could be get windy in there from the AC. <laughs> Our goal is to, to break 52 grand, because that's basically what we raised. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, we want to, uh, you, know, you always try to break whatever you made the year yeah, before. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, give uh, give often, give generously. Yeah, yeah. During Pardcastathon 2013. Awesome. That's great. And uh, I, I love it. I watched online last year. Love it. Thank you. Uh, it's sold that's out, great. but you can watch online. You can donate online. Uh, my T-shirts. As a matter of fact, uh, for the next week, uh, get them while they're hot. I'll give uh, I'll give the proceeds to the podcastathon. Look at that! Hey, look at that! Look at that! All right, so the I'm gonna get one for free though before I leave, right? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> I'm taking an award with me. <laughs> way uh, Mike Siegel, uh, where can we catch you? TravelTalesPodcast.com and FunnyMike.com at FunnyMike on Twitter. Okay. And uh, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. Awesome. And besides the podcast, oh. sir. Oh wait, hold on. Mike's oh, got some And more. you and I are doing the uh, Rock Solid podcast every once in a while. Oh, that's right. We are now. Oh, and he's our boss. Yes, right. We are two of the uh, four rotating <laughs> new uh, hosts. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> and where else can we find you besides podcast? Of course, uh, JimmyPardo.com. Awesome. And, uh, Mike, it just occurred to me that you uh, you set yourself up in the same way that Never Not Funny did with with at Funny Mike. You really, better, I really did. You better bring it, you asshole. I know. You better bring it. It's a lot of pressure. There's some good ones though. There, yeah. At Funny Mike, new travel tales is up. Love when that one. It's Mild, <laughs> mildly humorous. <laughs> Mike.com. Just <laughs> 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 taken. Yeah. Do right. <laughs> Do, doing better than people in high school thought I would, Mike. I know. <laughs> Kyle Dunnigan said that to me once. Oh, yeah. You go to my website, hilariouskyle.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I get it. Yeah, you made a mistake. I That's know. awesome. Um, 12 years ago. Thanks for having me. Thanks. So, I don't know what I'm going to do after this. Maybe just shut it down. Yeah. Maybe just this is it. This is the last episode. This is the farewell, amen, and goodbye, or whatever MASH was called. That's our suggestion. <laughs> really? What were you doing today that no, it was a nothing. big inconvenience? Okay, thanks a lot. Hey, uh, at Murray V on Twitter, uh, check these guys when they come to your town. Watch their stuff. They're, they're obviously very funny, and I'm very, again, just thrilled to have you guys. Thanks a lot. Thank I you. really, uh, really appreciate it. And again, seriously, about the shirts um, for the next week. Um, uh, put them in, and I'm giving the proceeds to uh, Parkcast-a-thon. So they're at uh, Murray Valeriano in the shop. Uh, all sizes are available and we're switching them up soon. So these are going to be collector's items. Uh, that is all. I'll be in Vegas this week. You're hearing this on Monday and then I'll be at the Brea Improv in December with John Heffern. Uh, if you're around, come out and say hi. And thanks a lot, guys. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Murray. You forgot to say thank you. You're checking your... Thank you. <laughs> I said thank you nine times. You want to know about life on the road? 
It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon